Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Tower of Babel. It's one of those cool stories you learn in Sunday school. It's easy to teach on one level, simple and understandable. The people at that time, all speaking the same language, decided to build a tower with its top in the heavens to make a name for themselves. God, on the other hand, decided this was not good, not a good idea at all, and so confused their languages so they could no longer speak to one another. The building project stopped. The Lord dispersed the people over the face of the earth, and that's how all the different languages on earth came to be. But if that's all we get out of this story, we have not understood it. Because as Jesus taught his disciples after the resurrection, and as we have been hearing through this Easter season now over, the Bible isn't just about giving us cool stories and information like how all the different languages came to be. It's all about Jesus. And so we need to try to understand how this story teaches us about Jesus then it will be more than just a cool story, but a helpful one, too, and a saving one. And one of the keys, I think, is to look at what God said about this project. When he said, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them Or in other words, they think they will be able to do anything. They think they will be able to do everything. They will think they do not need God. Engineering, science, and a bit of ingenuity is all the help they think they will need. For look at what we can do. Man is supreme. Man is God. Which sounds very much the way so many people think today. We can do it. Nothing is impossible. We put a man on the moon. We hold in our hands computers which are amazingly powerful and put us in contact with people all over the world. We're doing things today our ancestors never dreamed of. We know more now than ever before. There seems to be no limit on what we can do. Nothing is impossible for us. And if it seems so, we'll get it figured out. If it seems that the dream of Babel is finally coming a reality, even with our mixed-up languages. Except, as you all well know, 
the picture isn't quite that rosy. Science and technology may be advancing, new discoveries are being made, but it is fair to ask, are we any better off? Is all the help we really need in our own two hands and in our minds? Yes, computers are wonderful and they connect us as never before, but they also separate us. People are living longer, but are they living better? When a cure is found for one disease, another, and often a worse one, as we found out, mutates to take its place, or a new one comes along, or scientists engineer one. And what about peace in a world where hostilities never cease? There is more and more fear and less and less security. More and more division and less and less understanding. More and more attacks. And less and less tolerance. The good kind of tolerance. And our unconsciences either accuse us or wonder what's the next fear and confusion causing thing coming down the pike. Because there always is. And these things just seem to get worse. And there's death. Some people deny it. Some people hasten it. Some people welcome it. Some people look at it as a solution to their problems. Some people postpone it as long as they can. But if there's really one thing that does unite us all, all over the earth as a people, that's it. It's death. We're all going to die one day, sooner or later. And no tower, no achievement, no name we make for ourselves can stop it. In fact, any name that we make for ourselves will, in the end, just be written in our obituaries and chiseled on our tombstones. That was the trajectory of the people in the land of Shinar who built that tower. But God wanted more for them than that, than that end. So he stopped them. Not because he was mad at them. Not because he was jealous of them. Not because he was afraid of them. But to help them. He stopped them to save them from themselves. He stopped them and scattered them. So that one day, he could gather them around a different tower. And give them what they need. What no tower into the heavens or effort of man could give them. A way of life. A way to himself. And that's exactly what we've been celebrating for the past 50 days. This Easter season now past. That Jesus has provided that way. That not by a tower into the heavens but by a cross. 
and not by man, but by God, this unbridgeable gap between the heavens and the earth has been bridged. That as God and man in one flesh, one person, the sin that has separated us from our Father in heaven has been atoned for in Jesus' death. And the death that robs us of life has been overcome in his resurrection. That's Easter. But that's not enough. Yes, the tower of the cross had been built by God. But we need to be gathered back to it and around it for the peace of mind and heart that we need. We need someone to teach us about that tower, God's tower, to point us to the cross and to Jesus. We need the sin and the wrong trust in our hearts to be overcome. That we be not like the people building the tower, trusting what we can do, and wrongly think that nothing is impossible for us. But instead, repent, confess, and turn away from that, and trust in the one who bridged the gap for us, in Jesus. And correctly believe that nothing is impossible for him. So we need a helper. And that's who today, Pentecost, is all about. The Helper, the Holy Spirit, who, as we heard Jesus say today, the Father will send in his name. The Spirit who will teach us of Jesus, point us to Jesus, and give us the peace of heart and mind that comes with the forgiveness of sin and the promise of a life that death cannot end. The gifts that Jesus won for us on the cross, now given to us by the Helper, the Spirit. And so when Jesus spoke of this gift of the Holy Spirit, he said this, as you heard. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Or maybe we could say not as the world builds. Not as the world gives do I give to you. For with the gift of the Spirit comes the gift of peace. A peace that doesn't come from the world or from you and what you do or from us and what we do. But only from God. From the Father who sent his Son to build a heaven-reaching tower And his Holy Spirit to then gather all people to it and back to himself. And we heard that impressive list of folks in the second reading today who were gathered to the cross on that first Pentecost, who heard the preaching of that word. They were from all over the place. 
Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. And it didn't stop with them. The Spirit then sent out the apostles to further proclaim the word through which the Spirit would work. And continue to give these gifts of forgiveness and peace. It is as the prophet Joel said, as Peter preached in the last days, God would pour out his spirit on all flesh. Men and women, Jews and Gentiles, young and old. A pouring out and gathering that started on the day of Pentecost. And hasn't stopped. The Spirit is still being poured out. How do we know? Because you are here. You wouldn't be here if it were not for the Spirit still working, still gathering people to Jesus and His cross through the Word of God. The Word preached and the Word joined to the water of baptism. The word which points us to Jesus and connects us to Jesus. The word through which the helper is teaching you, forgiving you, and pointing you to God's tower, to the cross. And testifying to you, there is your hope. There is your confidence. There is your peace. Peace in life. And peace in death. That your hearts not be troubled. Nor be afraid. And so he has gathered you and I and all of us together here today. In the midst of a world fraught with danger. Sin, trouble, change and so much to be fearful and worried about. He has gathered us together here today around the cross that is planted here on this altar. For here is the body and blood that hung upon that cross. The body and blood that then rose from the dead. And receiving this gift, our bodies too will rise from the dead to life again. Finally and fully free. From all that troubles us here. Fully at peace. In Jesus. So by teaching us of the past. And giving us confidence for the future. We can deal with the present. And know that whatever is happening. Is not such a big deal after all. Not for God anyway. The world may be going crazy with its politics, political correctness, divisiveness, new kinds of wickedness and evil being invented every day, false gods aplenty. And in your own lives, the troubles, worries, fears, challenges, uncertainties. But none of that can win. None of that can conquer a child of the Father In Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. 
Our God has conquered all our foes and provided us with a sure and certain future. We may not know how we're going to get to that future. All the twists and turns in the road and in your lives, the challenges and obstacles that will face you, but you will get there. You have your Lord's promise. And so there is peace. For we have certainty in our Lord. And we can rejoice because we're not on our own to build our own way to heaven. We have a helper and a Lord who came down to us. And then one day when he comes again, Jesus will say to you what he said to his disciples as we heard at the end of the Holy Gospel today. He said, rise, let us go from here. When he spoke that to the disciples, Jesus was going to the cross to defeat sin and death for us there. When you hear him speak those words, it will be from the place where your body lays and you will rise and go from the dust to which you returned to life again. Sin and death defeated and nothing but life ahead for you. Life with your Savior, with His name, in His kingdom, which will have no end. And the only tower you need to get there, you already have. The cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.